Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the MTG Complex Cast. My name is Steven. I'm joined by my co-hosts, John. Hey. And Chris. Hey. And in today's episode, we'll be debriefing on Chris and John's trip to Seattle. But before we get into that, let's start with our weekly roundup where we tell you what decks we piloted and what decks we played against in this past week. And it would only make sense for me to do this because Chris and John are about to tell us about their experience. Unless you guys have any decks that you didn't play at the tournament. Cool, so I'll go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I played Affinity um mostly throughout the week i have i'm like in the middle of a league and i got to play affinity at my monday night modern uh at monday night modern i was only three rounds and i went two one it's pretty pretty happy with my performance uh i was up against the mirror and i really didn't feel like playing it so i kind of just turned my brain off and kept really bad hands um which is i I just I just wasn't playing. I was just like, yeah, this is, these are cards in my hand. This is fine. Um, he chose <clears throat> poorly. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I had a really interesting game against uh, Grixis Death Shadow. Uh, just, I, I know that it's, it's kind of uh, counterintuitive to be helping your opponent get to, to a low life total when that is their goal. Um, but with affinity, you kind of have to, otherwise you're gonna fall behind, because they can they can still just do it themselves. But if you do it, they have no control over when or how much they take. If you just can like resolve a cranial plating, smart. Uh, so that was a that was a very interesting matchup. I ended up, uh, and then I think oh my round one was against uh, Bant Spirits. Hey. Um, there was this one turn where I was just dead. I was super dead on board. He, I had like, he had like two flying creatures, or he had, sorry, he had three flying creatures. I was at like four life or something, and uh, he could have easily just swung out. I would have blocked with the North Doctor and taken four. But I had kept a Springleaf Drum in my hand and kind of like, like tapped my my red source and kind of like untapped it and then i just like passed the turn so he ended up only swinging with one creature expecting to trade with my ornithopter uh and then i kind of just ran away with the game after that because at that point he was just assuming that i had galvanic blast in hand and just kind of like was playing a little too conservatively at that point uh where i was able to take an advantage of it and and run away with the game uh, I also so go ahead. with the old pump fake. Yes. Yeah, Steven but Jedi mind tricks. But like really unintentional. Like usually I'll like I'll like think about that. Like on uh, Moto, that's like the only way I know how to bluff, right? So I can like tap red mana with one card in hand and then like undo. But they'll see that I tapped for one red mana. Uh, <laughs> whereas like in paper, that's not it's not something that I actively try to do. It was a total mistake. I was gonna play the drum and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna sit on this drum. Um, <laughs> so it just worked out in my favor. Uh, Drumming up some business. Drum roll. <laughs> uh, and then I also got to play. <laughs> I also got to play some death and taxes matches against Grixis Delver, and uh, we traded off pretty evenly. Uh, he he mentioned that he'd just finished building the deck, so he's still trying to figure it out a little bit. Um, but I feel like it's not the worst matchup. It's it's definitely doable as long as you 
I don't know, you, you just have threats. There were, ter- there were, like, two games where I just didn't have enough threats to keep up. Like, he would just brainstorm or ponder into more counterspells, whereas if, like, I keep applying the pressure, it's kind of harder for them to find an answer for each one of my uh, pieces of threats. There should be very few counterspells in the deck after sideboarding. Yeah, we didn't sideboard. It was it was all just uh, oh. game ones, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was uh, pretty fun. It was probably the first time I picked up my Death and Taxes deck in like close to a year, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, and then I also played some Amulet rounds uh, oh, yes. online. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I got to totally. Uh, cheese on this dude who didn't think I had a, a bounce land, so we uh, went to go ghost quarter one of my other um, one of my other lands, and he I don't know what it was. Oh, I think I so I had like a Zuzan play and a a uh, Sakura tribe scout, and uh, I could have I had like three cards in hand. One of them was a pact. One of them was a another Zuza, and the other one was a land. So. I ended up not playing the land because I wanted to hold off and keep protection up for my other lands. And also I can just make infinite mana with Azusa, uh, or six mana with Azusa. Uh, he had some mana up and I knew he was playing Counterspell, so I didn't want to go for it then. Uh, so I just pass a turn and he goes land, go to Ghost Quarter, my land, and I activate my Tribe Scout, bounce my, put in, put in a bounce land to uh, bounce of mouse line to my hand and then he like tapped out for a draw spell or something and I was like ah yes now is my time <laughs> so, so after oh and then I drew I naturally drew uh, a prime time so it was like oh, go to cast prime time yeah I was like go to cast prime time and what time is it <laughs> prime time oh yeah uh, so yeah that was like it, it was fun. It was. Uh, I'm slowly starting to get the hang of the deck and slowly start to get a little bit better with it. You just need to become one with the Kool-Aid man. It's like, that's <laughs> how you need to be when you play that deck. Just like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> On the board. Really Using your snake and bounce lands to, like, beat land destructions feels so great. It's just so rewarding. Like I play, unfortunately, I had to play uh, a round against Ponza some point over the weekend, playing some modern side events, whatever. And the one game I did win, he didn't draw a Blood Moon. Uh, Beautiful goal number one, but <laughs> he just tries to like st- Stone Rain and Malwani Acid Moss my lands, and every time I'm just like activate my snake, counter your spell plus uh-uh. rip myself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh god, make it stop. <laughs> So like he, he shows the acid moss my land and I pay my put my bounce into play to fizzle his thing and he picks up his deck like no 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 you don't get to search <laughs> your spell didn't do anything it did not resolve <laughs> pay for do nothing uh, it's actually it's just equally rewarding to when I'm playing affinity and I have a welding jar in play and they try to ghost quarter my blink moth or ink moth nexus so I activate it in response and welding jar it. And I'm like, okay. And now I'm gonna go get a land. And they're like, you they're like, like just you just crack the earth them. Yeah, they just <laughs> <laughs> they like look at the board and they're like, what happened? What just happened? And they realize it's an artifact. Did I just go score a welding jar? <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I, it's it's moments like that against land destruction that make me feel so good about myself. 
because man, is it not fun playing against any type of land destruction? Yeah, pay attention, Wizards of the Coast. Just not fun whatsoever. <laughs> More at eleven. <laughs> you know, we actually did play a little bit of a uh, non-tournament magic. Uh, there's photographic evidence. Chris and I have played EDH on the plane. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it oh was god. difficult. I bet, to say the least. Those trays are really small, and EDH oh yeah, they're tiny. Decks are a large and b usually have tokens and dice and crap involved. A lot of them too. The command zone, aka my fucking lap. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we can also talk about what cool decks that you guys saw, but I unfortunately didn't see anything out of the norm. I played against Grixis and I played against the Bant Spirits deck and a bunch of other just really normal Hollow One decks and uh, Control decks, which I got to cheese on with Amulet, which was a lot of fun. Man, what does Control do against Amulet? I just don't get it. <laughs> How do they win? Does it? They they just need path to exile, right? But even that is like, okay, fine, whatever. It's like counter magic and paths, basically. But at some point, their counter magic just becomes like irrelevant. Like, okay, uh, you you cryptic command my 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 prime time. That's fine. I'm gonna go uh, transmute this land and go get a summon respect and cast it. Do you have a counter for that? No, okay, you're dead. I don't know. Just seems like a pretty easy matchup, especially with a deck that isn't putting a lot of pressure on you in the early game. Um, and then eventually they'll just like start uh, drawing and discarding cards and end up discarding a lot of like their early removal spells or early counter spells, and it's like, yeah, perfect, this is where I want to be. I will say Jace feels really bad against that deck. <laughs> I played against like Jace three times, and I was like, okay... That's Jace cool. does not do a whole lot against Amulet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's cute. Do you got anything else? Now you're going to brainstorm? Okay, bye. What are you going to do? Fate seal me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was, a, it, was, it, it was a very, very interesting couple, couple of rounds that I played with Amulet. Um, so let's get, let's get straight into our topic of the week where... Uh, we talked about what you guys did this weekend. Uh, John, let's kick it off with you. How'd you do in Seattle? I did okay. Um, I had a little bit of misfortune along the way, but overall I'm pretty happy with how things went. Um, Chris and I both had a, a bye for day one, so that was that was nice to get to sleep in a little later. Yeah, I didn't have to get up at the crack of dawn and walk down in the cold Seattle morning air. <laughs> yeah, downhill though. So that was nice. Yeah. We were uphill from the convention center, so going to the con was uh, pretty easy. Going back up was a nightmare. Yeah, like the original plan was... For multiple reasons. More on that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. Original plan was to Uber. We're like, oh, we'll just walk down Uber up. Easy peasy. Yeah, I don't think... We never Ubered up. We never Ubered up. <laughs> Way too cheap. Rip. Way too cheap. Also, we'd been, like, sitting all day, so wanted to, like, stretch our legs. Uh so yeah, I started off round two against Mono Red Prison, lost the dice roll, got turn one Blood Moon. I lost that game. Shocker. Solid, solid. Game wow. game two, I go Delver, days a turn one Chalice on one. Uh, then they Chalice on one again, turn two, which resolved. 
then I played a Gurmog Angler and beat them to death for six a turn because my Delver never flipped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, when they were on the play again, they uh, they turned one Blood Moon me again. That was cool. My hand Great. had my hand had like Dazed, Threat, a Braid. Ancient Grudge, like some lands, was like, yeah, this seems great. And it's like, one thing this hand loses to is like turn one Blood Moon. Solid. Yeah, so he had it again. So that was sweet. So I started off on a loss. Uh, and then I beat Burn. Um, and then I beat Death and Taxes. And then I beat Bug Delver. So just rattled off three more wins. Still had not won a die roll in, uh, was this four matches of Magic played? So, uh, solid, solid. Day, day's really good card when you're always on the draw. Uh, and then I played against elves, and uh, I lost. I lost to the elfy boys. I seem to never really beat elves at uh, at tournaments. Went uh, even though it's like a fine matchup for you. Excellent. Eh, it's not that great, but yeah, I went one it's... and two. Uh, I just uh, got kind of overwhelmed, and I think I got comboed out in the third game. So, it's natural order, do the thing. Word. Bad. Um, and lost the die roll there too. So we're uh, six rounds in, no dice, no dice rolls one, and then so I was like, I'm dead at this point if I lose again. So I play against Turbo Depths. I'm like, oh man, like this matchup's not the best. And um, so I win game one, and then game two, I he um. I have I I have play play and flip three Delvers, Jesus, <laughs> and I'm just like getting in, and then he like has the combo and I can't stop it. So now I'm like getting a bist every turn, and I screwed up here because I fetched a UC to play a death right instead of getting a trot, and okay. I think I could have turned on the death right immediately if i did that and with two uh life gains i would have gotten an, another attack step in with another delver and i think it would have been lethal mm -hmm. but instead it came down to me having a stifle in hand that he knew about from earlier discard and he fetched up a sejuri he just he just he played discard and he had, i knew he had sejuri steep and he knew i had stifle he drew discard, uh, like duress or something. Took my stifle, gave his thing pro blue and killed me. And then the, the last game, I got him. So one more round at that point to make day two. I play Turbo Depths again. Oh great! <laughs> and back. yeah, so I lose game one, and my opponent sides in like at least two Tarmogoyfs. Which I've never seen before. Interesting. Are you just trying to give me because I take all my removal out? I was like, but like, bolts don't kill Tarmogoyf anyways. <laughs> like, and it just like still like, brum, you know, like bounces off of uh, Angler unless he has like a like a map in the yard or something. Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening is like I just had these diabolical edicts, diabolic edicts in my deck, so I just like edicted his goyf and then like killed him. <laughs> like I think both games that came up. Wait, so. so he didn't even turbo depths? 
at all? He did, but oh, okay. like I had interaction. It's not gotcha. like lands. Like they're casting spells to get the combo into play most of the time. I see. So with the stifle version of Grixis Delver, you have the like natural draw kind of like squared away as long as mm-hmm. you stifle. So then you just have to beat the spells, which is like way easier for a Delver deck. Gotcha. Um so he was like trying to like change up the strategy a little bit with the goifs but like i don't think it's like divergent enough from what i'm already doing post board to really be the right way to go yeah because like i'm bringing in removal that kills the goifs anyways and it's not like he's gonna have extra creatures laying around so like the goifs didn't really like i don't know it didn't seem right i don't know didn't didn't seem effective at all in either of our post-board games. Like, I wasn't really awake, afraid. Like, oh no, I'm gonna die to this guy. It was just like, oh, a creature I have to attack through. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was, I made day two. And uh, went home, got ready, showed up like uh, 20, 30 minutes early for day two, and uh, I sat down in the the, um, like, uh, empty seating area like watching the main stage and they had like the timer for standard which is already going and they were like really late getting round two going and i was like oh, okay like i guess everything's just running late they're probably gonna like fire off round two for standard and then get legacy going right like they probably don't want it overlapping and so i'm just like sitting there waiting like you know like staring at the stage listening to announcements waiting for legacy to kick off and i'm like fiddling on my phone on the, the pairings page which had been like broken it wasn't loading and then it finally like loaded up as I was fiddling with it, and it said I had a seating, like it had all the seatings for Legacy. I was like, that seems not right. So I went and talked to a judge, and I was like, it says I have seatings for Legacy? Where's Legacy at? And he's like, oh, it's over there. And they like had moved the walls of the room to create another room attached to it since the day before, but I, had, I couldn't see it from where I came into the building. Solid. And I like look around the corner, and the clock is at 30 for the ninth round like great so i just missed the first round of the day even though i showed up early because they couldn't be fucking bothered to make an announcement on the main stage someone told me they made an announcement but it was like really quiet i didn't hear it i was like sitting there just listening for announcements and missed it so i don't think they did a very good job directing people i guess they're making announcements from the like side stage but you couldn't hear anything off the that pa system unless you were in the side room so great um did you like complain to a judge at all or like they were just like tough shit basically was the vibe i got so i got undropped because they dropped me uh and showed up for round 10 and my round 10 opponent also had missed round nine shock weird yeah huh huh so i was Mm -hmm. i was pretty fucking angry i haven't been that mad in a long time um i kind of just like wanted to go off in a corner and scream loudly but there was nowhere private enough to do that (laughs) um so yeah so my opponent i sit down with we like basically salted each other like collaboratively salt for a little bit while we're waiting yeah um because the event's fucking running late big shocker like everything's behind schedule god anyways so he has a uh like a cartoony like emrakul playmat i'm like hmm i look at an opening hand that has force of will I'm like, yeah. I'm on the I'm on the play for the first time in, in the tournament, by the way. I finally mm-hmm. won a dice roll in the tenth <laughs> round. Yeah. And uh sure enough, he's on mono red sneak attack, leads up a turn one chalice, which gets forced. Um, and I won that match. And um then the next round I played against Sneak and Show, 
um, and uh, we had some back and forth games, and I ended up dying to him ripping a Emrakul off the top when he had sneak attack in play. Great. I had like counter magic for you know the the um, any like draw spells. I had him dead in either one or two more turns with like a Gurmog Inglor. Let me look. Let me look. I have, I have the record. Uh, yeah, he was at four, and I had a Gurmog, so he was dead the next turn. Um, so sweet. Uh, and he just rips Emrakul off the top. So I'm like, great, great. Uh, go to the next game, and I've got uh, like uh, I have like Delver. Death right I think an angler and three lands with a bolt on top and he's at eight. Mm-hmm. And I'm at sixteen. And again he finds Emrakul. Uh and uh sneak attacks it into play, takes all my permanence, puts me to one, and then I never find anything. Obvi- obviously. Oh yes, he blood mooned me that that game. That's right. He blood mooned me. So, uh, there was no coming back from that one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's, that's how my, uh, that was how round 11 went. And then I played against Omnitel the next round um, and got, got mized again. Uh, so, yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, frustrating, to say the least. And I hadn't, I hadn't played against these decks at all. I did all the uh, Moto Leagues in practice, and I didn't see this deck once. It's supposed to be, like, one of the most common decks in the format. You know, like, I don't know, like, four or fifth most played deck, I think. I didn't see it once, and I played against, like, three variants on day two. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Strangest thing. Um, so I dropped it uh, X and 5, because I... Um, I would have self-respect. If I had played out the next three, I could have gotten a pro point, but no actual prizes. And other than bragging rights, it doesn't really mean anything, because I think the season's resting soon. So even if I, like, spike an event and make it to the pro tour pro points don't really matter um so i went and uh, walked around seattle with the guys instead and had a much better time than i would have staying inside for another three or four hours so that was my uh that was my uh gp <laughs> uh we had a a, P, a ptq not one p the next day do we want to talk about that or we want to go over to chris for a bit well, so let's, let's let's see what chris let's see how chris did on his uh his gp seattle adventure <laughs> Well, uh, seems like you had a couple of bad beat stories in there in your GP experience. Yeah. However, I'm here to uh, one-up you <laughs> in the salt department. Yeah. You went some dice rolls, at least. I went, I went, I went only in day two. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, uh, Sympathy zero. <laughs> so... My GP experience, I started off with a buy. Uh, you know, pretty happy about that. Get to sleep in a little bit earlier, eat some breakfast, you know, all that, all that good stuff. Round one, sit down, and uh, my opponent opens on, like, UC Ponder, which is, like, literally every deck in Legacy. <laughs> <clears throat> and then he plays, like, Bloodstained Mire, and, like, oh, maybe it's, like, Check Pile. And then he, like, Oh, what the hell did he play? Preordain? And then I was like, eh, oh god, oh god, this is Storm. I'm going to die. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, game one, he had mulled to five, I think. 
and just played a couple of cantrips and didn't do anything ever and just died on my turn three or four. Excellent. Uh, game two, he gets to like duress away my surgical and then just goes off and murders my face with the tendrils for a million. As they do. And then game <laughs> three, uh, I managed to... I didn't really manage to do anything. He... I, I like... Maybe I thought he's him like once or something, and he like duresses me a lot, all my interaction away. So all I have is this lonely... Like, like I have a heritage druid and one other elf in play, and I'm just attacking him for two every turn. Like, I don't know, maybe if I get him low enough he can't ad nauseum or something. And... I know he has a massacre in his hand, <sighs> but he'd have to dark rit to cast the massacre. So I was like, okay, it's two for two. Could be worse, right? Could be much worse. And so then he decides to just try and go off. He's like doing his thing, like rituals and things or whatever. And I realized he like ad nauseum, and I realized like he doesn't have any red mana. <laughs> I don't think he had nausea. I think he just like played a bunch of like infernal tutors and stuff. Like he doesn't have any red mana. Like he can't get past in flames. I don't think he can actually kill me. And he like pays two life to probe and draws a card. He's like, well, if he drew the nuts, if he drew exactly like LED off of that, then I guess I die. Or exactly infernal tutors, I guess I die. It wasn't. So he like put himself down to like. Th- three and then just uh i guess i'll massacre you <laughs> i was like okay untap play the two elves i've been sandbagging because i knew we had a massacre go and he's like draws his like one card in hand pass like draw like attack you pump with pendlehaven kill me. he's like yeah <laughs> it's like why? I didn't deserve this, but okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I very happily text uh, my girlfriend that I'm now 2-0 in the TP. In the <laughs> and uh, this, was a, this was a terrible mistake. Because, spoiler alert, I do not go on to win another match of Magic for the rest of the day. <laughs> not one that I played, anyway. So next round, I, I play and lose against uh, Blue Black Death Shadow. <laughs> wow. Did I play Shocklands? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> so Watery Grave. I Legacy was, playable. I felt really, like, kind of bamboozled when I got dazed when he picked up a Watery Grave. I was like, what? what? I, that's an island? I mean, yeah, I, I knew that, but... Ah... <laughs> uh, and then game two, I was kind of tilted by the fact that he went Gitaxian Probe into Cycle Quad Street Wraith. <laughs> what? <laughs> On turn one. Quad Street Wraith? Put myself in, to ten. Into Fetch to Nine Pusher Elf. <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> well, he promptly untaps did, and plays a, a Shadow. Did, and then didn't, even get a sh- didn't even get a shock? No. No, too low at that point, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they should have sort of been big. You should have like one baby boy. Yeah. I also died game one because I didn't play around him having a, a second Street Wraith. But apparently, I should have played him. I should have definitely played around him having Street Wraith because he owes all of the Street Wraiths <laughs> all of the time. God. 
I guess you, that could have been a cool deck I saw if I didn't get ranched so bad. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting ranched and being cool happy about land destruction, I played against Black White Sinkhole in the next round. Solid, he got solid. Dumpstered. Uh, Holy crap. So he wins die roll and goes like marsh flats into basic swamp into deathrite shaman. I'm just like, what the hell is going on over there? So I play my deathrite shaman. And like any normal person would do, he um, exiles his fetch land and then taps the swamp and then sinkholes my land. <laughs> and then he plays tamped shambling vents. <laughs> and I'm just. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Game progresses a little bit more. He sinkholes another land, and he uh, eventually he finds and plays a Liliana of the Last Hope. Main deck. Wow. And that was basically the end to any of my hopes of winning that game. Yeah, it was the uh, last of your hope. Yeah, game two was very uneventful. I played two Victorian Rangers and a Natural Order, and he died on turn three. Uh, and then game three, he uh, I keep a, a really good one lander, a really good one lander. I so I, I open on like, you know, green sun for dry arbor pass, and he goes end step, swords your dry arbor, untap, sinkhole your land, and there's not another land in the top seven cards of my library. Well, that's pretty good. So I died. Also, also you got killed by a, a hypnotic specter. Oh yeah, his wooden con was hypnotic specter. <laughs> Hmm. So that's why not? So, so, so that is your cool deck. Chris told me this story, and I proceeded to tell I think the next three of my opponents after <laughs> I beat them, and they looked sad. I was like, "Well, let me tell you about my friend who just got crushed by black white sinkhole." <laughs> Jeez, you feel bad about losing to Delver's Secrets. Let me tell you about my friend who got killed by hypnotic specter yeah the look on their faces was hilarious every time so i just kept telling people about it because it was cracking me up jeez <laughs> i'm such a bad friend i just want to point out that john has had a smile this whole time the story has started it's so funny to me it's just like what a fuck you show up to the <laughs> gp playing sinkholes nobody's having fun today <laughs> everyone's walking away with sour grapes that guy, because he probably didn't make day two, and all his opponents, because they got their fucking basic lands blown up. <laughs> Jeez. Nothing uh, is safe. Oh, he vindicated nothing, you. Nothing is sacred. <laughs> he vindicated you, too, Yeah, right? so when I finally found my uh, second land on turn, like, ten, he just vindicates it. <laughs> Man. Like, oh, play a Deathfish Shaman, and he's like, mm, get that weak. push, untap, vindicate your land. Get that weak shit out of here. <laughs> Oh man. Uh. Yeah, so that was great. Uh, it continues to, to get even better and better. Uh, I go <laughs> on to play against Storm again, and this guy uh, was not an unimaginable greed lord. <laughs> and so he, uh, he he kind of kind of stomped on me. Uh, then I play against Sneak and Show, which the matchup's like pretty bad. And <clears throat> every time I therapy, I missed. I was like, oh, he, he has he's going to have three mana next turn. I should just name Show and Tell. And he shows me, like, Ancient Tomb, Lotus Petal, Sneak Attack, Emrakul. I'm like, damn. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just got, got styled on. Ah, uh, yes. 
my my technically second win of the day, <laughs> or third if you if you're counting at home. Uh, round seven, my opponent dropped from the event, <laughs> but didn't actually inform the judges until after the round had started. So I was able to defeat the the empty chair. Entirely normal armchair. Uh, which allowed me to have time to go downstairs and get a burrito, which was the real winner of the of the day. There you go. Was good. There you go. I had a burrito on day two, and it was definitely a highlight of my day. And since uh, there were no other side events going on really at that time, I decided, why not play round eight? We're here, nothing else to do. And I finally play against a Delver deck. Grixis Delver. Ah, yes. Finally, like a, a non-bullshit slash combo matchup where you know I, I can actually maybe do some things jokes on you Grixis Delver is a bullshit deck <laughs> <laughs> I get 2-0'd not close oh my god he wins a die roll I play a turn when Nelson he dazes it after he has Delver in play it flips of course oh yeah to like brainstorm or some garbage replays his land attacks me I play a second land, play a thing, he just like bolts it. Um, then I go to like fetch on his end step and he stifles it. <laughs> so I untap, play my second land, play a visionary and he dazes that. I'm just like, oh my god! Why me? John game, is totally enjoying this. Game two is a very similar, sad, sad, awful story. Just my, like bolts everything that I play, and my favorite is when you brainstorm to flip a Delver or Pond or whatever, and you have multiple options, but you leave Forked Bolt on top to show to them. <coughs> I do that a lot to just like the rubbins. I think it makes them die on the inside a little bit, so yeah, because that Forked Bolt's almost always getting cast immediately, anyways. So at this point, I'm in. <laughs> incredible salt lord i've only beaten a, a punter a buy and an empty chair i've lost to literally everything else that i've played against so i decided you know what i'm just gonna screw legacy this format's trash i'm just gonna go play some modern where i can play my beloved amulet deck and just you know stomp on some fools and it's like a the event starts at like 6 30 so everyone else is like oh we want to kind of get something to eat I'm like, screw you guys, I want to play modern. Yeah, fuck you guys. And <laughs> fine, whatever. Like, fine, I guess we'll wait for you. So I play um, the f I play Mono Green Tron, and I have pretty good hand. Like, all you need to do is draw a bounce land and they die. Draw, like, a non-land. Draw a non-land. Draw a non-bounce land. And then opponent, meanwhile, is just like, a dirtle, 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 play a land, dirtle, dirtle, dirtle. Oh, finally I have Tron. Ulamog, blow up two of your lands. Like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Untap, drop. Oh, bounce land. But we're wow. already dead. Wow. <laughs> Next game, exact same scenario happens. Opponent's just like, turn four Ulamog. Like, oh. That's, okay. that's, that's strong. <laughs> That's pretty good. Next round in the modern event, I play against Modern Green Tron again. And I'm like, okay. This time it'll be different. It wasn't different. 
John so has enjoyed this way too much. I, I have a hand of double amulet, double explore tracker bounce land, and like and a non bounce land like forest or something. I'm like, oh my god, this hand's fucking gas. If I draw a time skin, like all over, and so I I play my two amulets, bring a bunch of mana. Um, explore once, and I draw stirrings. I was like, hmm. <laughs> so I play my next bounce land. Like, I should I pick up my my bounce land or my my forest? I'm like, well, I have a stirrings. Like, what are the odds I'm gonna miss on my stirrings? One hundred percent. So now I just have like this forest in my hand, and I play the tracker, and I'm just like. Play life force, get a clue, pass, and he's like, Dirtle, 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 Worm Coil Engine. I'm like, Yeah, draw like not a land, like, or draw like a normal land, right? Play, track the clue, draw, explore, draw. Like, I just cannot find another bounce land ever. And he eventually just oolabogs me out of the game again. I'm like, I hate, I hate everything. Flip the table, so walk away. What's even worse. Is at this point, I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't my time to be playing Magic. It's just not my night, my day, my night. It's not my anything. And everyone else is waiting for me to go eat dinner. Even if I, even though I can win one more, the last round and get some prize ticks or whatever. Fuck it. Let's just go eat. Maybe I'll feel better if I'm not hungry. So I go try and find John and you know Max and some other, you know and. Am I calling text them and nobody answers me for <laughs> half an hour? <laughs> so I'm like increasingly getting like more irritated, like I dropped my event so we could eat and no one's fucking answering me. And then, and then, when I find them, okay, we should go to dinner now, right? They're like, oh yeah, we're actually waiting for this other person to finish their event before we go. <laughs> I'd been, I had sat down I at a vendor. So. <laughs> Fucking pissed. Oh my god. So all I could do was sit down next to John and just go through some some bulk chaff rares with him. And that was easily the most fun thing I had done the entire day. I I had like you know, I was like, okay, Chris is gonna be a while. I'll sit down and you know, I gotta occupy myself. So I uh, I found a, a a vendor that had like two five stacker boxes of bulk rares, and I'm digging through from point A start, and winding all the way through to the finish. <laughs> and Chris finds me. He's like, "Where have you been? I've been trying to contact you." I look at my phone. He's got like a couple missed calls, a voicemail. I was like, "Sorry, bro. You know my phone's always on mute." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Come on, sit down." Stick to the bulk with me. It's super fun. I'm looking for shitty EDH cards. He's like, (laughs) sits down. I'm like, hey, look at this card. It's terrible. He's like, (laughs) by the fifth or sixth time, he's like, look at this piece of shit I found. (laughs) It's fucking awful. Let's play it. Yeah, first time I said, look at this, like, fuck you. <laughs> I still hate you. And then eventually became, hey, John, look, a spell twine. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the most fun thing I'd done all day. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, John, want to play a rolling earthquake in your deck? <laughs> no. Too bad. 
man. Yeah. Then we got delicious hamburgers. And the person that we waited for went to the hospital. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah. <laughs> the next what day, happened? Yeah. She, so, we're at dinner, and she was, like, rubbing, like, she's, like, itching like crazy and rubbing ointment on her arm. I couldn't, I didn't know what, why. I was like, what, what's going on with her? Turns out she had gotten poison ivy a couple days before, and, like, sometime later in the night had to be taken to, the, like, the hospital. I guess the ER. Like the ER, yeah. She, like, swelled up, like, the state puff marshmallow man. She had, like, an allergic reaction. We saw a photo. I was like, damn! Wow. <laughs> she looked very sad. In that yeah, yeah, she did. So, on the last day, she, we, she, we ran into her, and I think it was her boyfriend again, and she was like, she looked a lot better. I was like, oh, I'm glad you're doing better. She's like, yeah. She's like, I have all these Turbo Town tickets. Do you guys want them? We're like, nah, sorry. She, I was like, maybe you can get a refund. Tell them you were in the hospital. She's just like, yeah. <laughs> I will say, so bad. probably my biggest uh, letdown was I never got the chance to play Turbo Town with modern, colorless Eldrazi Stompy. <laughs> yeah, I was I was also wanting to do that. Seems like a great way to bamboozle some people real just good. Just like snoop around and wait for the burn player to sit down. Oh, excellent. Hi, Turbo Town. Would you like to play a fun interactive game of magic? <laughs> Oh, did you? Uh, oh, you would because I don't. We should, uh, Chris. You should tell the listeners how they had the Turbo Town thing set up for the people that don't know because it's great. Was it you that pointed it out or Max? Oh, it was Max. So you, what happens is, uh, you, had, when you sit down, there's, so there's like twenty ticks in the middle, and you each have like ten on the side. So if you, even if you lose, you get ten ticks. So the judges are just walking by and they just like throw twenty ticks in between you two, and you just fight for it. And the other thing is, like, you just, you don't really sign up for a queue or anything. You just go and sit down at the table and wait for someone to, like, sit across from you in battle. So it's like Pokemon. You, like, meet eyes. Like... <laughs> exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. Winner gets half the, half the other one's money. Like, yeah, it's just Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so that was cool. all right. So, uh, John, ha- tell me about your uh, PTQ. Yeah, uh, so, event. So I uh, we did the PTQ on Sunday. It was at uh, nine fifteen. You know, yeah, yeah, nine fifteen. Yeah, very strange. The standard was at nine thirty. I made I made very sure I knew where the event was this time. Very, very <laughs> crystal crystal clear. Make sure I was in the right right part of the room, um, and quite a few people did not show up for round one, so probably a good decision. <laughs> some some empty some empty seats round one. Um, so I yeah, did all this practice. I was like, ah, I gotta gotta play more legacy. Didn't even bring a modern deck to the GP. It was like, no, fuck modern. Just gonna play legacy. I spent all this time practicing. Even if I'm sick and tired of Grixis Delver, too bad. Brought some alternate main deck and sideboard cards so I can mix it up if I really wanted to. <laughs> A plus. Got some baleful strixes I could have slotted into the sideboard if I wanted to make myself feel better. Um, so I play round one against Omnitel. Again. Finally win. Excellent, excellent. Round two, play Death and Taxes. Lose. Sad times. Round three, I 
finally play the mirror after god how many is it? eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen this is the 14th round of legacy i've played and i finally faced the mirror actually did i play the mirror i guess i played the mirror the day before actually right did i mm, no i didn't sorry my bad note taking is important yeah so this is the first time i played played the mirror uh and i lose uh opponent like has it all i go i'm like definitely the aggressor in both the games that i was on the play because i won the die roll and i get him super low both times and i just like can't convert i um i get him to one oh no i sorry i have him at four in one of the games and i have a true name in play and I know he doesn't have an answer for turning him in hand. And I have a Delver. And I was like, hmm, do I play the Delver? I don't know. Like, just if he doesn't have an answer for the Delver, he's just dead next turn, right? Just like, just guaranteed to take four. I was like, hmm, fine, we'll play the Delver. Untaps off the top. Marsh casualties! Ah! <laughs> Kill both your guys! I'm like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> he proceeds to, like, take control back of the game and beat me. So I'm X2. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, whatever. Like, even 3-3 three and three gets some prizes, so I'll play it out. Play against Sultai Pile next round? It's like they took Check Pile, but they took the red out and just, like, bumped up the numbers and everything else. But True Names and Leovolds and Liliana Last Hopes beat him. Control his mana uh, pretty well into the games. Uh, he's playing Wasteland, too. I got, like, kind of Wastelanded out in, this, I think it was the second game um oh, that wasn't i'm sorry i'm, mis I'm misremembering that wasn't him i just beat him too well heh sucker yeah. uh i must have just blown up all his lands but yeah controlled his mana um uh, beat him uh on the draw <laughs> uh and then i played against uh death and taxes it was like a kid like 11 maybe mm -hmm. uh and the guy next to him like i think it was like after like game two or three the guy next to him is like oh yeah i played your dad yesterday he's really cool i was like is his dad like famous or something like who is this kid he's <laughs> like the kid was like really composed too he's like very like proper he had a very he had like very proper like english like like he had like oh like british english <laughs> I was like, who the hell is this kid uh he's like he's like cool though he's a nice opponent he played really well um uh uh, like the the first game he like led on on vile and i was on the draw and i like forced it and he played another and i dazed it At the end of the match he's like oh i really wish you hadn't hadn't counted both of my vials i was like yeah i fucking bet <laughs> <laughs> you had one land that game you couldn't play shit <laughs> um so I beat him. Uh, he was playing like the uh, Red Splash version, so his mana was a little, little weak and um, kind of like wasted him and kind of like controlled his vials, and then his mana was kind of bad and uh, ended up winning that way. Although he did beat a turn two Liliana um, game two, which <laughs> wow. was really frustrating. Uh, yes, that make you feel good as an Alice player, Chris. <laughs> oh, yes. God, so I have. I know, I know he has like. Uh, hand with like a bunch of three drops in it and a vial on three. Uh, he's got like Mirren Crusader and uh, what else did he have? I don't know. He had a bunch of stuff that like, was basically irrelevant. 
but I had Lily on at seven. So he like uh, into turn activates Vile. I'm like, stifle that shit. You're not putting Mirror Crusader in and knocking my my Lily down. He's like, mm. untap, draw, go to my instep. Like just goes right through his turn. I was like, sure. And he's like, activate Vile. I'm like, mm. puts in Flicker Wisp on his instep. Uh... Flickers my Liliana. I don't even get it back till my next turn after that. I'm like. Ah. <laughs> so then he plays plays the uh, the Mirren Crusader. So my Liliana comes back and it's just dead. When it like I I, I think I like I killed one of his guys. I put myself in a situation where Liliana like was just dead, but I got to minus it, so I like bought back a Delver. And then he just like ended up with like a batter skull and a GTA with a Mirren Crusader and I I, I died. I, Correct. I did. I did some 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 dying. He had sort of war and peace. That's right. <laughs> he, had, he had sort of war and peace in his deck, which I thought was real strange. Um, but ended up beating him in the third game, and then I beat the mirror the last round, and my opponent didn't ask to split because a lot of people were splitting. And I was like, Nah, I came here to play magic. No splits. Kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> so I if you would have asked would have you just been like yeah sure no not at all <laughs> no splits kill them all gotta gotta adopt that mentality man I'm always the guy that splits no more no splits kill them all maybe an FNM I don't know <laughs> gotta, <laughs> gotta free roll but uh yeah so we play I win the die roll I'm like ah excellent and he just looked like he was getting progressively more and more frustrated every turn of the games throughout the match it's like he's like tap out for pyromancer daze it next game tap out for pyromancer daze it <laughs> like always ahead on board so uh clean that one up uh whoever was on the play just seemed like super favored in that that matchup though like it's not usually that bad with the mirror it can be but like our games were super swinging on who was on the play so winning the die roll was really nice um and i ended up Four two, which was enough to get me a box and four packs. Hey, so yeah, a box. You know, I gotta gotta smuggle it up my bum through the TSA. It's kind of big. <laughs> but uh, Chris had a much more interesting PTQ than I did, so let's have him tell us about it. Yeah, I guess interesting is the way you can describe it. Uh, so. I was kind of not really feeling this PTQ. Like, uh, the day before, they were like, oh, are you going to play in the PTQ? I was like, eh, Haven't even signed up. <laughs> like, do I want to play more Legacy? Like, all I did was just get shit on on Friday. Don't want to pay to play more of the Stormat and get dumpstered again. <laughs> eh. And then... I was talking about like maybe I'll just play in the modern side events instead. And one of the guys we were with was saying was like, "Oh, but but those side events are such bad value." Yeah, is it Ivan? Yeah, uh, it's I... like, but the, the 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 double ups are just bad value. Like, you have to go undefeated to like you know to to go ahead, to get ahead. Like this PTQ is, is actually good value. You, as long as you just go three and three, you already can, you know you win something. And then four and two, you get a box plus plus a little bit more, you know. Sell a box for seventy bucks. You're twenty dollars ahead, and you know, value, 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 value. 
I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right, fine, 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 shit. I guess I'll play Legacy while I still have these cradles that I'm borrowing. <laughs> yeah. Play some sanctioned Legacy while I can. And um, there were, like, what, 300-plus people in this of PTQ? It was big. It was a six rounds of Swiss, then cut to top eight. That's massive. Yeah. Yeah, it was big. Lots, lots and lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> so round one, I play against Miracles. I'm like, well, it was nice knowing me. <laughs> yeah, rip. Like, any deck that goes, like, island ponder into basic planes pass. Uh-oh. <laughs> we're in for a bad time. Game one, I just... I just... Like, yeah, you turn three, like, jam a natural order. It's gonna kill you. He's like, force it. I'm like, all right. Go ahead. He, like, you know, plays a ponder or something, shuffles, I don't know, passes back. And then I just, like, well, here's a second natural order. You got another force? He's like, I don't. Like, you're dead. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we go to game two. And this, this game is actually pretty interesting. So the the board state gets a little bit cluttered i think he terminates me like once that game but i'm able to like rebuild because i was had i had a visionary i had the visionary uh marywood combo going the whole game so even though he terminates me i had like five or six cards in my hand so i was able to rebuild pretty quickly and we get to the point where he has a counterbalance in play and so my plan is to play this reclamation sage and maybe it'll bait out a counter spell because he wants to protect his, um, you know, his counterbalance. Sure. So I'm like, oh, here's a Rex Sage. And he's like, trigger my counterbalance? Like, yeah, sure. What are the odds of three? And he flips Entreat the Angels uh, and uh, counters uh, it. And I'm like, huh. Uh, well, I wasn't expecting that to happen. So now my plan is, okay, I'm just going to Green Sun Zenith for Rurikthar. And he'll have to force that. So, my plan is he forces that with his last two cards. He's had his last two cards in his hand for a long time now, so I figure they've probably forced blue card. My, so, my plan is he forces that. He miracles, makes some angels, and then I get to untap and hard cast a Crater Hoof, which is lethal despite his angels. <laughs> Crater Hoof's dumb. <laughs> but instead, the Green Sun just for six just resolves. And I'm like, oh, okay. Put this Rookthar into play. Say go. And he, in Miracles, is in Treat, goes down to three to make a bunch of angels. And so I just double activate a Deathrite in his end step to kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so pretty happy to beat Miracles 2 0. Um, Rookthar is actually just a, uh, just a burn spell. Yeah. So six mana, six damage. What a good rate. Also has reach. Blocks the angels dead. Uh, so then, uh, round two, I play against Mono Red Prison. And I win the die roll. He mows to five. And I go f basic forest deathrite shaman. And he spends like four of his... No, like five of his six cards... To play a turn one Blood Moon. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. 
untap, you know, play a mountain. Uh, <clears throat> attacking with my death right, and I think I green sun for heritage druid, which in retrospect was incorrect. I should have green sun for Burstle rangers because I didn't actually have a third elf in my hand. I just had a wirewood symbiote. <clears throat> so I'm eventually just attacking for three every turn with my forest and a bunch of mountains. And he plays like he finds and plays like a Trinisphere. He plays like a Chalice on one, and he played like a Goblin Rabble Master and a Magus of the Moon. So it's like he's starting to play things that block my one ones. So I'm like, okay, kind of need to find a third elf pretty soon. And uh, luckily for me, I find my third elf, so I can make three green mana to natural order for a hoof, which kills him dead. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, next game, he has turn one Trinisphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game three. Uh, <laughs> uh, he does not have a Trinisphere. In not not turn one anyway. <clears throat> play play an elf. I think he plays an early Trinisphere, like turn two, I believe. And I was like, eh, whatever. I'll just pay three mana for my elves. It's fine. Eventually, he finds a Chalice for one. I'm like, okay. I can still play, like, my Visionary. It's not the end of the world. And then he plays an Ensnaring Bridge. I'm like, okay, I can't attack him anymore. And then he plays a Chandra. I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to die now. <laughs> but, um... So we get to the point where I can attack his Chandra. His Chandra goes up to 7. So I can attack his Chandra down to 6. But I'd have to lose something to his, um, his Magus of the Moon. And I don't really like doing that... So instead, I just played a Rex Sage, blew up his Ensnaring Bridge, and passed. Like, if you have two spells, I'm dead to your Chandra old your Chandra yeah. emblem. Mm -hmm. He has spell plus land, so he uses a spell to shoot one of my dudes, not me. Wow. Because I guess he had to attack with his Magus to make it lethal, lethal, but he would have put me to one, so I'm at like eleven. So he shoots at Dry Darper, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I untap and draw, like, some nothing spell, some stupid elf, I don't know. Play it, just say, go again, just hope for the best. He plays another spell, shoots down another elf, and I untap and draw my natural order so I can hoof and kill him. So, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, so now I'm 2-0, I'm like, oh, this is great! Just like the GP! Um, <laughs> round 3, I... But this time, I, I correctly did not inform anybody that I was 2-0 other than those who directly asked me. Because, you know, texting your girlfriend you're doing well is a one-way ticket to lose the rest of the day. <clears throat> uh, round 3, I played against Rug Delver, which was kind of a surprise. I thought that deck was dead. But uh, apparently, it, it wasn't the deck was who was dead, it was my opponent. <clears throat> Turns out, Scavenging News is real Jesus good Christ. against Rug Delver. <laughs> You just yeah. get to eat all the things that he bolts, your skews gets bigger than all of his things, and it just, like, gobbles up all the dudes in the yard and eventually gobbles up your opponent's life total. <clears throat> I was very sad, though, because um, I was going to go attacking with him for, like, lethal, and he ices my my scavenging ooze. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, fine, I'll return an elf to untap my scavenging ooze. And he's like, stifle that? I'm like, fine, you get another turn. <laughs> Uh, we beat Rugged Over. We're now 3 0. Uh, round 4, I play against Grixis Delver. Um, 
game one, he spell pierces a green sun zenith for my wire for my uh, elvish visionary because I have wirewood in play, and I'm threatening the you know the the card advantage engine. It's really hard he's to like, beat. He's like, no, spell pierce that. He's down to two cards in hand, so I untap. I'm just thinking like, mm. I smell weakness. <laughs> <laughs> So I just jam the natural order, and he's like, in response, brainstorm. I'm like, yep. Do you get there? <laughs> and he's like, man, I sure wish I had a spell pierce in my hand. <laughs> it's like, I guess I'll bolt one of your dudes. I'm like, okay, get my hoof, kill you anyway. <laughs> Jeez. And then game two, I get four for one off of marsh casualties. Yes. Beautiful. Which didn't feel great. But then, I cast I cast a um, scavenging ooze with a cavern of souls, naming ooze. <laughs> wow. And then, I gobbled up all four of my duders, and then just started, like, slapping my opponent in the face. <laughs> Solid. It was, like, that bigger worked. than his Grimrog Angler. But it was actually pretty close, because he found a true name, which was, like, um, Fog for... It was, like, basically Mazabeth for... For my scavenging use. Which meant his Delver could still attack. But he attacked with both his Delver and his true name, making me dead next turn. And so I untap and draw, and I'm like, well, I know he has a bolt. He flipped this bolt to his Delver, to his Delver. I'm dead no matter what next turn. That order, what do you got? <laughs> and he's just like, huh? Bolt your guy? I'm like, yeah. Like, resolves, like, <laughs> go get my hoof and I'm like counting it up like is it lethal is it lethal is it lethal is it lethal yes <laughs> yes it is even it's though he had Gromar to block with it's always still lethal. dead so I was swinging for 16 damage with um, just just the ooze and the crater hoof god crater hoof is always lethal it's never not <laughs> it's ridiculous so now I'm like 4 now I'm like woo this is pretty sweet uh, but I don't want to like get let it get to my head, so I'm just like trying to downplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, just play, just play, play the game, play the game. Uh, round five against Eldrazi. Win the die roll. Um, he has Chatter One Chalice, but on the draw, Turn One Chalice is not good enough. Uh, I had a one drop Elf in play already. Then I just went turn two Visionary, turn three Visionary, turn four Nat Order. Kill you. That'll do it. Um, and then game two, he. Warping wheeled my turn one death right, which felt pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, I kind of wanted that death right, but okay, it's better than Chalice on one, so whatever. Uh, he plays a Thought Not Seer. I don't remember what he takes. Um, some spell, maybe it was Glimpse of Nature. Uh, <laughs> the spell undab- that never resolves. Play some elves. Pass, and he plays like a Trinisphere. I'm like, hmm, Trinisphere, you say? Uh, Reclamation Sage would have some has something to to say about. <laughs> Trinisphere. Then he plays a worm coil engine, but I have two symbiotes, so I just like keep bouncing my Rex H and blowing up like everything he ever loved. Jesus. <laughs> and so we get to the point where I just abrupt decay his final worm token and attack him down to three. So that way he can't always dust me, because if he did, he would die to his own engine tombs. And the card he drew for that turn was Alls Dust. Excellent. Excellent. Since he knew Excellent. he was dead, he decided to go out with honor by killing with himself style. in ancient tombs. 
Did he put the all his dust on the stack and then pay for it? No, he just he just said I'll or kill on, myself. Or on the table. That's and then the showed best. me his hand. You should have just yeah. announced all his dust and then paid for it and died. <laughs> <laughs> uh so now I'm five and zero, oh, and I'm I'm looking around and I'm I'm the undefeated player with the worst tiebreakers, which means that I cannot draw into top eight. Only six and zero oh is allowed, for me. I'm like God, really. Well, I sit down, win the die roll, which is very important because I know exactly my round six opponent is playing, and it's the elf mirror. And let me tell you about something about mirrors. The elf mirror is very stupid. Um, <laughs> basically, the only card that matters in the elf mirror is natural order. And whoever had natural order first wins the game. Perfect. But there's like, there's sub games. In case someone doesn't draw natural order, you have to play these sub games. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to think about like well maybe death rights do something maybe we're attacking combat's weird with symbiotes yeah the, the game devolves into a very kind of a a miserable shit show until someone draws a natural order and the game just ends <laughs> <laughs> so being on the plate is very important because it makes it so that you can reach four mana faster for your natural order so being on the play here was huge um I go turn one forest death right. He goes turn one bayou death right. I go turn two glimpse of nature. Play like five or six elves. Pass, and he just concedes. Yep. Rip. Because he thought that he was hiding information. Like what? And I was like, he's like, oh maybe maybe you thought that bayou death right. I was playing like food chain or something. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I know what you're on. He's like, what am I on? The mirror? He's like, yeah, you you got it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. That guy's uh, leaky like a sieve. <laughs> game two basically came down to, I felt like he should have gone off when he had the chance, but decided he, he wanted to decide he wanted to wait a turn because he was afraid of fizzling, which let me untap and uh, draw a discard spell off of a visionary trigger, which let me take the, nat the glimpse of nature out of his hand so that he couldn't do anything really. And then the turn for that, I had to kind of a, I had to kind of navigate my way through this kind of puzzle of a board state in order to, how can I find nine mana to make a green sun for for eight? So I tanked for a little while, but eventually found the line and hoofed him and killed him, and that that was that was it. And I made made my way into the top eight of this BTQ. So my weekend of legacy was firmly have gone from zero to hero. <laughs> At this point, we're getting a little nervous about the plane flight. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was also kind of stressed out about um, the missing our flight, which was not aided by the fact that I was randomly selected for a deck check in round <laughs> six. <laughs> Luckily, my, my games weren't very long. So, making it in the top eight as the number two seed, because the top four people all drew. Um... And I'm playing against uh, Omnitel. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Omnishow. Whatever. Om Omnitel. Omnitel. And this matchup's like pretty bad. But uh, game one, he show and tells, and I don't have anything going on. So I'm like, I guess I'll bounce this Vex Sage with my symbiote and put that into play. <laughs> yeah. 
Seems better than putting this random crater hoof, I guess. And he puts in omniscience, so I'm like, excellent. <laughs> wow. Uh, he casts a grizzled brand, like, that resolves. And he's like, pay seven life. Like, yeah. Draw seven cards, and he's like, pay seven life again. I'm like, okay. And he goes down to one. And then he's like, ponder. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're at one? I look down. I have a, a death right and a symbiote. I'm just like, eat your land with my death right. Make a black. Bounce a visionary. Untie my death right. Eat your spell. And he's like, yep. Screw, screw, screw. I'm going to go to game wow. two. I'm like, <laughs> God, I'll take games I didn't deserve to win for 100, please. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a hand ringer watching that one. I was like, "Wow!" I didn't even Game. see the death right either, <laughs> like the the kill. I didn't see it either. Also, also, I want to point out that during while this is happening, uh, John is giving like the amazing play by play via our uh, chatting app, and he's just like, <laughs> it, "It's like honestly, if, if you were to if if he was talking in person, it was just like it was like opponent." Puts omniscience, uh, plays Gristle Brand. He drew seven. He drew another seven. He's playing Ponder. Chris, Chris double activated a death ray. I'm gonna kill him. That's <laughs> like play by play. <laughs> anyway, so sorry. I went back and read the the chat logs, and it's it's like Zach's like, so so what happened? What happened? <laughs> There was like a lull in one of Zach's just like Yeah, there's like, like a big hey, pause. <laughs> hey, what happened? Let us know. We wanna know what happened. It's like there's like a lot of minor game actions that were like too difficult to like play by play going on. Yeah. Like cantrip and st- cantripping and stuff. <laughs> so then game two, he just kind of nutter butters on me. Sort of. I don't know. I, I guess I, I actually made a misplay. Uh, I, I see his hand. I therapy him named Show and Tell, and of course he has double sneak attack Grizzlebrand. And uh, I either didn't have anything to sack, or I didn't, where he couldn't active play in sneak attack and activate next turn, so I wasn't gonna do it that turn. So let him pass, and then I flashback my therapy, and he brainstorms in response. And if I were good at this game, I would have still named sneak attack because I should have known he would put. His he'd order his library, Grizzlebrand. We would go sneak attack, Grizzlebrand on top of that. And he would still have a sneak attack in his hand. So I could snipe that. And I'd, you'd have to draw Grizzlebrand and then draw sneak attack, which would buy me more time. But stupid me named Force of Will goes, like, he's going to hide all his things and I can't take anything. So I'll just name Force of Will so I can resolve my glimpse next turn. Uh, but he has a sneak attack, so he just plays it and kills me instead. <laughs> Herp. Uh, game three... Is game three interesting? <laughs> it was watching it. <laughs> you had the most anemic beats I've ever seen. Thought you were just dead every single draw step. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So so this was the 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 therapy. This is the story about the therapy that finally hit. <laughs> so I, I cast the therapy and it misses again. Of course. I he, I think he molded six or something. I sh- I named like Shontel and he sh- I should have named Brainstorm. He shows me a hand of like Flusterstorm, Brainstorm, Ponder, Lands. I'm like, oh okay. Whoops. 
And game kind of progresses along. I'm really bad at magic, and I forgot to play a land before playing a Thossies, so he was able to flusterstorm it. Um, luckily, I just drew another Thoughtseize, and I'm able to take, uh, I think, a show and tell or something. And so he's he just, like... No, I took it like a sneak attack or something like that. I don't know. And so there comes a point where I flashback my therapy, and he has three cards in hand, and he's like, resolves. I'm like, oh, snap resolve. Like, hmm, what do I name? I'm a head scratch, head scratch, head scratch. Grizzle brand. I was so, like, tense watching this. I was like, what do you name? What's he gonna name? I don't know. I don't know what to name. What does he name? <laughs> And he shows me hand of like what was it like Lotus Petal, and or land, um, Graph Digger's Cage Drizzle Brand. I'm like yeah yeah, yeah get that shit out of there. Because <clears throat> I think he maybe he brainstormed and like hit a, a sneak attack on top of his deck or something. So he untapped draws, plays a sneak attack, passes. And the cage. And I'm like, and the cage. I'm like sure yeah. Yeah, I think you and had like all a, I have like going on is a Wirewood Symbiote and a Deathrite. That's that's all I have. Yeah, I think you had green in like, hand. Yeah, I draft green summon. It doesn't do anything. Like, oh, attack for one. Say go. And he's like, draw, pass. Like, drain you for two. Untap, attack you for one. Go. He's like, untap, draws, pass. Like, drain you for two. Jesus. I'm like, attack you for one. Did you like, really get there pass, doing Drain that? for two! Oh my god. <laughs> like, so Slowly, 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 we're like getting closer and closer and closer. And finally he like finds a, a, a like a preordain. I'm like, oh god, I'm just dead now. And he's like, bottom, bottom, draw, pass. I'm like, <laughs> drain for two! <laughs> Eventually he finds a grizzle brand. And he, like, attacks me with it. But he doesn't draw seven. Because he would just die to double to, to death right activation. Untapped death right activation. Yeah, it's like double healing salve, basically. <laughs> so he just gains... He just goes up to ten and just says, go. And bins the, the, the grizzle bam, like, drain you for two. <laughs> and he just... He just never finds the threat ever again. And I finally draw an elf... So I can double activate to, to speed up the clock on the turn before um, before he drew into anything. To, to, yeah, before he had another draw step. Which apparently he would have drawn nothing anyway. Because he looked at the top like seven cards of his deck and there was nothing at all ever going, <laughs> going on. Well, that's how you do it. That's just how you do it. Yep. Top four. So I've made it to top four of this legacy PTQ. Now, I I feel like I'm a much... I'm a modern player at heart. Yet, I feel like I have all these better results in Legacy tournaments. Like, I won the GPT in, for Legacy to get Bias for Vegas, and now I'm here in top four in a PTQ playing Legacy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like Legacy is my format, but here I am. The world is telling you something. Um, and now, I unfortunately, I have to play against Miracles again. Versus... Your uh, your your name for this guy. So this guy is is a Japanese player, and this guy has a lot of piercings, like a lot of piercings, and he has like gauges, and then like big ring things hanging through the gauges with more things hanging off of those, and I think like his nose. This guy has like a lot. 
an insane amount of metal on his face. And apparently he also plays incredibly slowly. (laughs) Which was really tilting to me because um, I'm sitting there thinking about like, oh, you know, like, do I want to play this off or do I want to, what do I want to bounce my symbiote or something? And the judge is like, I need you to make a play. You know, like, after five seconds. I'm like, fine, I'll play a dude. God. (laughs) And then... Like, opponents taking their turns, and they both, like, look over to watch the other uh, semifinal match. And guy, like, Jace brainstorms for, like, seven years. It was so slow. (laughs) I actually thought about saying something, but as a spectator, I didn't want to, like... I (laughs) That's, like, your position, though, as a spectator. You should be able to say, like, hey... I was clearly on Chris's side of the table. I'd been watching him the whole time very closely. While covered in (laughs) luggage. So, I don't know, like, maybe <laughs> I should have said something, but I, I don't know, I just, I just feels really douchey to, like, to, to say, hey, hey, opponent, you need to do something, because it feels like I'm being the person trying to, like, push them into mistakes or something, but goddamn, he took a long time to resolve brainstorm effects, <clears throat> which uh, coined his nickname, the Iron Glacier. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's so fucking slow. God. It was telling me just watching. I was like, fuck. Like, so, at, I, that point, I, at that point, put two honestly, back. Honestly, at that point, I would just nudge the judge and be like, hey, just watch our game, please. Yeah. There's, yeah. Two, there's two judges. One per game, ideally. Uh. So, but I, I win game one. Because I just have two, I have two natural orders. So I'm just like... Here's an order. He says forest, like untap. Next turn. Here's an order. He's like resolve, like coof, like yep. Attack you, yep. Kill you, yep. I'm like cool. Game two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, game two, he just has like the nuts. He just like gets to terminus me whenever he wants. Like I got terminus on his portent trigger. It was just I I was just never in the game. I feel like game two, there's really not a whole hell of a lot I could have done. Game three, however, I feel like I probably could have found found a way to win if I wasn't, A, playing so poorly, and B, um, hungry, so tired. hungry slash exhausted slash worrying about missing a, our flight home. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm able to, I, I glimpse, and little does he know, but the, I have nothing going on behind this glimpse. Like if this glimpse resolves, all I'm doing is playing a visionary and drawing two cards. <laughs> this glimpse is a is a uh, reach through the mists, <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm, five minutes, force later. of will, pitch like, you know, snapcaster mage or something. I don't know. I'm like, okay, 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 choke. He's like, huh? resolves. I'm like, oh yes. So he had an opening hand, and I was like, he has an opening hand of choking it in the chat. <laughs> it's like oh my god! I was like, he's playing a bait spell, choke deployed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do I find I a way to resolve this choke? It's like I successfully landed the choke. Give me a second. This is this is where where I'd really like to uh, really want to to quote John here. <laughs> <laughs> the play by plays. Okay, uh, John goes game three on the play. And every time I pause, it's a new, it's like a new line. It's a new break. <clears throat> Game three, on the play. 
Chris Moles double cradle arbor hand. Too risky. Yeah, the hand Choke it. <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> Choke is in the six. I think like minutes later. Choke deployed. <laughs> Zach goes like, woo. <laughs> and then like, what? Like 10 minutes later, Zach's like, did we win yet? <laughs> John's like, this game's a grind. <laughs> yeah, it was like, there's like long gaps between each of these messages. Yeah. And then like uh, another 10 minutes go by and I'm like, does it look good? And then John just replies, dead, frowny face. EOT, unexe- unexpectedly absent choke. Went home with mentor. Uh, yeah, this game is really frustrating. I, I was like s- sandbagging this reclamation stage like forever. Waiting for a counterbalance to come down. No counter. I, I'm not sure he has counterbalances in his deck. I don't think he did. <clears throat> um, but it was really frustrating because I was always just barely unable to, to get his Jace off the board. Because one ones aren't really the best attackers. Like he played Jace and just plus two did, and like, yeah, like Herjuden Wirewood Symbiote. Like, yeah, Jace went down to to one like two or three times, and then just like <clears throat> fought back up. So, like, I have a choke in play. This guy had to have been drawing, like, the insane, like, nutter butters off of his Jace brainstorms every single time. Like, oh, I can attack him, like, it's at one loyalty. I can attack him with, like, two things, like, even if he has a removal spell, because he only has, like, one one planes up or, or something, like. And he's like, oh, snap, caster mage, path one of them, and then block. Come on! <laughs> Like, taps yet another blue source in the process. Like, <clears throat> So, while being choked, he still double terminuses me throughout the game. Uh, he managed to get from, I think he had two or three land. I think he had an island and a, and a plains when you choked him, right? And by the time he blew up your choke, I think he had, like, what, seven or eight lands in play? And I think only two or three of them were planes? Two were planes. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It's like, fetch lands in every brainstorm. Every brainstorm had a fetch. Yeah, it was it was gross. Meanwhile, over here, I'm drawing nothing. Yeah, you, you, you fucking stone cold nothing. Just lands. Hot garbage. Lands and, like, mopey elves that got killed trying to trying to knock Jace down. Yeah, I just, like, drew a bunch of fetch lands. Like, I guess I'll fetch back these dried arbors that keep getting fucking terminist. Oh, yeah. yeah he mowed through some... Yeah, you got you got like three or four arbors that game because you kept shuffling them back into your or putting them back in your deck for you to fetch back out and or naturally draw. Yeah. Oh my god, the game was so frustrating. And it was kind of sad because this is like the the closest. This is definitely the closest I've ever been to a a pro tour invite. And I I feel like had I made the finals, my odds to to win it were pretty decent. Uh, the other two decks in the semis were Grixis Dover and Eldrazi. <clears throat> Unfortunately, if I had played Eldrazi, I would have been on the draw, because he was the number one seed, but... He won, too, I think. Yeah, I think so. But, uh... <clears throat> Very deep. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. <clears throat> but, and, and the other challenge was I had to find a way... So we had to find a way to get to the airport before a plane left us behind... While simultaneously finding out a space to fit my six booster boxes of prizes that I have acquired. <laughs> and Ivan and I each already had one in our luggage of our own. 
but we uh, we made it. We made our flight, so that was that was good. I couldn't make it. I couldn't make a flight to the the Protoro, but at least we made our flight home. Yeah. Uh, but for all of you out there who care about uh, legacy and or elves, uh, I'm going to be writing up a, a tournament report of the PTQ. Uh, hope to get that up and out sometime within the week. Yeah, more details than you heard here because apparently Chris doesn't forget anything, whereas I forget literally everything. So in uh, in your guys' uh, closing thoughts, is there anything you guys would have done differently going into, huh. into these turn <laughs> into these tournaments? Uh, was there something that um, was there? Is there any advice you want to give to anybody going to a to a to a GP or a legacy event coming up anytime soon? Yeah, just bug the fucking judges. Be like, where's this event? <laughs> where is my event i will definitely inconvenience dredges more often as a result of this <laughs> yeah chris well if uh, the, the ptq is any indication clearly i have learned that uh you don't really have to prepare nearly as hard as you think for our tournaments because john boy johnny boy over here uh, spent tons of time playing all these leagues and he didn't talk for the, the ptq <laughs> he also did day two though Fair enough. But day twoing, <laughs> day twoing the GP is a lot farther away from the Pro Tours top four of the beats. <sighs> yeah. Accurate. I was like, hey, look, he's fulfilling my dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost as good as it. No, but in all seriousness, um, I, I think for the next time I'm in a, a situation like that, I need to try and get better at either a magic um, eating between rounds. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> or um, just not letting myself get tilted by like uh, judges telling me to to play faster. Uh, just to keep you guys in the know, this weekend is GP Hartford, which I will be attending. Um, I will be taking good old affinity to the Ooh. to the to the event, which is a good lead into the slot of the week. We tell you what card we're totally hyped to play in hour seventy five, um, and for this week, I'm totally hyped to play Thoughtcast. Uh, I've been playing around with different versions of Affinity this past week. Uh, I've tried playing the red version for a few weeks. Uh, or kind of like the more stock standard with less Master Theoriums, no Thought Cast, and four Galvanic Blasts. It is just not my kind of playstyle. And uh, if, it's, if there's something that I've learned in playing Magic and playing at, uh, any kind of event is to just play what you feel comfortable with. Um, <clears throat> it's just not worth jumping into the unknown with uh, something that you aren't comfortable with or aren't uh, familiar with 100%. So I will be taking my personal build of affinity to this GP and hopefully doing well. But Gabriel Nassif says you should play four of the burn spell. That's what I have to say about that. John, what are you, what's your <laughs> slot of the week? So during my practice for uh, Grixis Delver, I've really been wanting to play uh, Blue-Red Delver to kind of cut loose. And um, 
I was like, oh no, gotta gotta practice for the GP, gotta play Grixis, better deck, you know. Honda Civic of the format. Can't can't be uh can't be out there street racing. Um <laughs> <laughs> analogy is trash. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Just Turn shush. one Dover, never raced. <laughs> <laughs> never raced. <laughs> Monastery Swiss Spear place that never been raced. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I've um, been really excited to get Monastery Swiss Spear in my deck. I think I'll be playing it in Legacy and Modern this week. I think I'm going to play uh, a Blue Red Delver in both formats with Swiss Spears and uh, and uh, maybe some Soul Scar Mages. I got them freshly signed by Steve Argyle at the GP. So uh, I think I want to get those into my 75 this week. How about you, Chris? Um, I haven't really thought about too much of my slot of the week, but um, I think I think I might cheat and uh, say it might be this or that. Uh, so at the GP, uh, I acquired a foil hive mind, uh, and because John was willing to stand in Steve Argyle's line, I had to go find some foil hive minds to get signed. Unfortunately, only one of them was in a. Uh, tolerable condition two in the building <clears throat> and every other vendor just didn't have any surprising i know uh so gotta gotta show off a little bit of the new the new bling there um but i've also been considering uh bringing back the old the old swans bernargle i picked up three of those from the bulk box of the gp <laughs> Because uh, I, I feel like our store's kind of infested with Blood Moon decks and, uh, you know, and or Ponza. Just gotta like teach them. Blood Moon deck. And fighting through moons with Titan is, like, just not that fun or doable. <laughs> so uh, if you can't beat him, join him, right? God, I don't want to play against Word. Swans with Blue Red Dolver. <laughs> 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 that sounds awful. Uh, Anger of the Gods main deck. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Anyways, that about wraps us up for this week. Thank you for sticking around to the very end. If you're wondering where you can check out more content, you can head over to mtgconflicts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same name, mtgconflicts, one word. And if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read, please feel free to shoot us a message on one of those platforms. Again, we do really appreciate you sticking around to the very end, and we hope you'll join us in the next one. Later. Later.